2019 was a fantastic year for Alive Church. We saw in 2019 our highest average weekly attendance in the 19-year history of this church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We, in actual fact, are in our 20th year as a church this year. God has, ha, ha, he planted this church here in the year 2000. We are now 20 years later, uh, and we're still standing here praising God, blessing God. We're the longest-running church in, in this town. Glory to God. Uh, well, if you want to take out the established churches, praise God. We're not that long here. We're 20 years here. This is the 20th anniversary year of the church. We're going to do something much uh, later on in the year to, to mark that 20th anniversary. Again, to, to give God thanks for keeping us and blessing us here. And, and again, 2019 was another year of growth for the church. And, and that's great. We're in positive territory. We're moving forward. We're advancing. We're continuing to take the kingdom. We had more people, new people, come to this church this year than ever before. And glory to God for that. That's amazing. We've seen more decisions for Jesus this year than we'd seen in the last number of years. Again, that is absolutely brilliant. This is why we exist as a church. We don't exist to entertain ourselves or just to bless ourselves. We, enter, we, we exist to reach the lost. That's why we exist. That's why we're, we're here. This year we baptized five people. That's amazing. Every year we're, we're baptizing people. Every year, five and Six and seven, eight and nine, and I believe this year we'll even have more. I believe we'll double that number this year in, in baptisms and the rest. Amen. Amen. God is doing something. He's growing something. Amen. He's growing a move of God here in Enniscorthy. I believe it's not just here for, for Enniscorthy. I believe this move of God is for the whole county. That's the way we think. We, we, we don't think just for Enniscorthy. We think, we think countywide. And, and no matter or wherever God would will take us even within that. In 2019, we as a church continue to support four absolutely fantastic ministries financially. We support ministries um, from Mexico to India, uh, and we support some ministries here at home as well. God has allowed us this year to be able to continue that support, which is fantastic. He has given us the ability for us to be able to continue to support these Fantastic ministries. We support every month UCB Radio uh, and those who brings us the word for today that we get delivered here four times every year. A fantastic magazine. We support them financially every month. Uh, UCB Radio uh, are for a lot of people uh, all over Europe. UCB Ireland for a lot of people all over Europe. Uh, a, a voice that they listen to every day on, on satellite radio all over Europe. We support on a monthly basis, a, a boy in Mexico called Gerardo. We've supported him for probably seven years now at this stage and saw him grown from a, a boy into a young man now. But we support him uh, every month, so I'll be praying for Gerardo. Every month we also support Compassion International, an absolutely fantastic organization uh, that have a base here in Wicklow. Um, uh, we, through them, every month we support a, a young, another young boy in Togo by the name of Frederick. We get to support Frederick and his family. That all comes from our giving here in church. Everything that we do, the support that we do, comes from the giving of the people here in church. We support uh, a fantastic ministry in Israel uh, by the name of Tents of Mercy. 
Tents of Mercy, they, they feed uh, people all over Israel every day. They educate kids in Israel uh, with, with a number of schools that they have, and they preach the gospel. So praise God, we, we get an opportunity to support um, a ministry that is um, in Israel. We also support an organization that's name escapes me now. Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, in India. SOS. SOS Ministries in, in India. We support them every month as well. And what they do in India is they rescue young girls from the sex industry. Uh, and we support that ministry every month from the given of the people here in church. We get the opportunity to, to bless them and support them. And we will continue to do that too uh, as we continue to grow here in church. Uh, we'll continue to do that. This year, we also continue to support uh, Vox Magazine, which we also have here. Uh, we, we get it four times a year. Uh, we've this year also had the opportunity to increase our given uh, to over 3,000 euro to all of these different ev evangelical organizations in Ireland and the UK and Togo, Mexico, India, Australia, Kenya, and Israel. And praise God for, for a church. We, that's, that's what we do. You and I do it. Amen. Every month we support these different organizations around the world because we have to have a bigger vision than just us here in Enniscorthy, just, just us here in this, this, this small, medium-sized church here in Ireland. We've got to have a vision bigger than ourselves. And, and, and we, we encourage you to tithe, and, and we all tithe. Uh, but we too as a church, we tithe as well. Uh, of everything that comes into this church, we give to. Uh, we, we give to the rent, of course we do. We give to the electricity, we do that too. But, but we also give to organizations that, that God has put on our heart too to support uh, as our tithe uh, as a church as well. So in, in 2020, our determination is to increase that giving again. Uh, our determination is to continue to, to give to all those who are given to, but also to increase our giving as well. We operate on the principle that if God can get it through you, he'll get it to you. Uh, and we believe that if, if a church gets to a place where it gets constipated, where the only flow is flowing into the church and there's no outflow of the church, then I believe that that, that flow will stop coming in. We, we believe that, uh, that, that we operate on the principle that if God can get it to you, and every cent that comes to this church comes from God, if God can get it to you and get it through you, God will get more to you. So that's the principle that we operate on. As more as God gives to us, the more we will give as a church. Uh, and we, we believe that, and that's one of our main uh, principles as a church. Uh, our live youth continues to grow. Uh, every week it continues to grow. We continue to see new people regularly coming to our live youth, which is Absolutely fantastic and, and really encouraging. Uh, our Super Kids summer camp uh, overall uh, as, as a summer camp this year uh, with G-Force and summer camp all together, we had over 500 kids. This year was the first time we ever broke over 500 kids and, and that really deserves a praise the Lord for that because to see over 500 kids in this town all coming together to be taught the Word of God for one week is absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, and our partner church, Beltway, they continue to sow into that. I know even today, uh, they're having a missions drive today, and, and I know today they're going to encourage more people to sign up to come over 
to, uh, to do everything that they do with us in, in our summer camp this year. Our summer camp this year is on the 5th, 6th, 7th. Monday, the 7th of July, just in case uh, he's having written that into your diary. Write that into your diary, Monday, 7th of July. Our G4 summer camp this year, Sorry, 6th of July. Thought that. But you know yourself, never correct your wife. <laughs> the 6th of July, praise God. Our G4 summer camp this year was the biggest yet. We had a record setting over 80 teenagers in attendance as well. 80 teenagers all packed in here into this room. You can, you can believe the smell of sweat, <laughs> the smell of testosterone, praise God. We're believing God for more again this year, even 90 or 100 this year. In God's will, we'll do that. Amen. This year, we also started something that's been on our hearts and been majorly weighing on our hearts for the last number of years. That was our Encounter Teenage Conference weekend that we did in October of this year. Uh, and that was something that we invested a lot of time, a lot of finance into, and we've seen huge outcome in, in that conference this year too. It was absolutely amazing. Our first of a number of conferences that we're going to do in Encounter. We're going to do the same again this year. Be praying for everything that I'm talking to you about this morning. I want you to pray about as well. Yeah. Amen. Pray about all of those different charities that we give to. Pray about Frederick in, in Togo and Gerardo in Mexico. Pray about SOS Ministries in, in India. Pray about all those different uh, organizations that, that we as a church uh, get to sow into because uh, it's good ground, it's good seed for us. Uh, in in um, this year, in, in our last year, should I say, in 2019, uh, Alive Church grew by 25%. As a church, we grew by 25%. And now, you think about that. If you grow by 25% every year, I mean, you're, you're going to double the size of your church in a couple of years. We're believing this year that we're going to grow even by more than 25%. God is doing something here in County Wexford, in the southeast of Ireland, God is doing something. Amen? We're believing, God, that this year we're going to grow even more. Not only in, in numerically, but grow even more in our influence. Because we want influence. I'm not ashamed to say that. We want influence in our town. We want influence in our county. I want you to have influence with the people that you surround yourself with. Because when you've got influence, you can reach people. Amen? And we're believing God for, for influence. Amen? God is doing something. He really is. You know, God paid the price with Jesus for every person in our county, in our nation. Jesus paid the price. There's not one person out there that, that, that God, through Jesus, didn't pay the price for. And our vision as a church, our vision is to reach them all. We don't have a vision as a, as, of a church to, to get a couple of hundred members and then, praise God, kick back and be happy and relax and thank God for all that. We don't have a vision like that. We believe that if the price has been paid for them all, why wouldn't you want them all? If you were walking down the street and a multimillionaire was to walk out of the bank with money and you were walking down the street and there was very few other people around, maybe there was no one else around, and as he walked down the street, he held a million in his hand. And he threw it up in the air and it landed on the ground in front of you. Would you just go and take a couple of hundred out of it and say, I'm satisfied with that? Or would you grab for as much as you can get? 
Admit it. You grab for every cent of it that you can get. Why would we as a church, knowing that Jesus paid the price for every person in our county, only just go after a few? I'm greedy. I am. I'm a greedy person when it comes to the things of God. I, I want to see everyone in this town, everyone in this county, I want to see them all come to know Jesus. Because Jesus has made a way. Amen? Amen. 2 Peter 3 says in verse 9, it says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promises. That's a scripture for some of us this year. He is not slow to fulfill His promises as some count slowness. But is patient towards you. Thank God for that. Not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Our God is not, he's not in a hurry. He's not in a rush. You have some people going around our, our, our world at the moment saying, saying, saying that we're in the last of the last days, and we may be. I'm not concerned about that. I serve a God who's not in a rush. I, I, I hear some people talk, and, and the way that they talk is if they wish that God would come back tomorrow and judge the whole world. I don't. I really don't. Because if he did, there's millions of people, billions of people will be left behind. I'm in, I'm in no rush to see the return of Jesus. Let it come on God's timing. You know, the Word of God says no man knows. Not even Jesus himself knew. And I believe there's a reason for that. Because we're not to walk our lives looking for Jesus to come back tomorrow. Because if you walked your life looking for Jesus to come back tomorrow, you would eat and drink and be merry. Because tomorrow we all die. That's not the way we're to live our lives. We are to live our lives not knowing or having any clue when the second coming of Jesus Christ will be. And you know what? That's good enough for me. I hope he doesn't come back in my lifetime. Because I want to live out my life, my entirety of my life, preaching the word of God and seeing people come to Jesus. I don't want anyone to be left behind. Why would you? If you had an empty bus, why would you drive past people on the side of the road wanting to get on the bus? And praise God, we want people to get on the bus. We want more and more people in Wexford and Enniscorthy and Gorey and Bunclody and Ferns and New Ross and, and every other part of our county and wherever God will send us, we want to reach more and more people. Because that's what we're here for. Amen? We're here for such a time as this. So that's what we believe. That just like God says that he is patient and that he's not wishing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. Our mission is to do everything short of sinning to see people come to Jesus. That's it. Everything short of sinning to see people come to Jesus. There is no bad idea as long as it's not unbiblical to see people being reached for Jesus. Amen? We will do whatever we can use whatever means possible to reach people. One of our most public ministries is our online ministry. I know a lot of you already see our online ministry. A lot of you engage with our online ministry. But we have an online ministry there on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube and at AliveChurch.ie. And every week at 11 o'clock, we go live on YouTube and live on Facebook uh, from our previous week's service. We don't go live from when we're standing here. Uh, so every week, people in our towns, in our county, in our nation, all across the world, 
can tune in here to see what we're doing here in a live church, to hear what we talk about. You see, our belief here in church is that churches should be the most open organizations in the world. We don't have any secrets. We're not hiding anything. We want people to know what we're about. We, we want everyone to know what we talk about, what we believe. We want people uh, on the outside to go to our website and see everything that, that, that we're all about. To be able to read what we're about, to be able to look at one of our services, to be able to see and, and, and listen to what message we preach. Because we have nothing to hide. Amen? Every week, we have dozens of people, hundreds of people every week, connecting into all of our different social media aspects. But not only in our community, we connect with people, and thousands of people all over the world every week. You know, sometimes we just think that, you know, we're just this gathering here in Enniscorthy, but the fact of the matter is we reach thousands of people all over the world every week. Let me give you some figures. This is where it can get boring or really interesting for some people. Our Facebook posts have been seen 69,539 times in this last year. Let me just give you an idea of the increase on that. That was up 31,966 on the previous year. We almost doubled the amount of people that we connected with in the thousands all over the world in the last year. That's amazing. In 53 countries. In Ireland, America, the UK, South Africa, Australia, Nigeria, India, Germany, New Zealand, even New Zealand, praise the Lord. The other side of the world, some people were connecting in to see what we were doing here in a live church in Enniscorthy. That's amazing. In Canada, Poland, France, Spain, Brazil, the Netherlands, Belgium, Ghana, the UAE, even in the, the Arab Muslim countries, even those were connecting in to see what we were doing here. In Norway, in Lithuania, in Kenya, in Egypt, in South Africa. In Italy, in Malaysia, and Zambia, and Russia. In Portugal, Denmark, Lesotho. In Ukraine, in Oman. In Israel, glory to God. In Mexico, Greece, and Kuwait. In Mozambique, in Vietnam, and Romania. In Latvia, Myanmar, the Demo Democratic Republic of Congo. In Saudi Arabia. Imagine, one of the most uh, oppressive Muslim countries in the world where the gospel is only preached where it's given license to be preached among Westerners, people in that country were connecting into this church, a live church, in Enniscorthy in the southeast of Ireland to see what's going on and to hear the gospel. I think that's absolutely amazing. Amen. In Algeria, another Muslim country, in Croatia, Finland, Slovenia, Iraq. Some people in Iraq last year checked out our church. Isn't that amazing? In Armenia, Austria, Thailand, Turkey, and Malawi. 53 countries in all. That's absolutely amazing. I'm sorry if I'm boring you. Just this is what we do. The first Sunday of every year, I want to give you the facts and figures. Our Live Church website was visited 3,868 times in the last year. By, that was up 8% by 1,827 different people in 44 countries. You see, it's easy sometimes for people to connect into Facebook because everybody's on Facebook, even though I hate it, but everybody's on it. But it's not so easy for people nowadays to go into alivechurch.ie 
but yet we connected with, with 1,827 people on alivechurch.ie last year in 44 different countries around the world. Our Facebook live views, that's the live video that we put up this morning on, on Facebook, that was viewed over 5,000 times last year. And that's amazing because we only restarted doing Facebook live around uh, August time, maybe, was it? Um, it was late in the year anyway. We, uh, have, we had nearly 2,000 views on our YouTube channel uh, and nearly 100 hours watch time on our YouTube channel. 2019 was an absolutely amazing year for a live church, but I, I believe and declare right at the start of 2020 that this year, this decade, will be even greater. I believe that this year and this decade will be our year of advancements. We saw many breakthroughs personally and as a church in 2019, but those breakthroughs that we've seen in 2019, we need to see more in 2020. Amen? We're believing God for greater breakthroughs, greater advancement in 2020. 20. You know, there's a lot of things that I'm not a huge fan of doing. One of the things that I'm not a huge fan of doing is cutting grass. I hate it. Really do. Hate it. Now, that's fine if, if, you, if your lawn is, is the size of this room or half the size of this room. Praise God, I cut grass all day. But mine's been nearly half an acre. And so I don't like cutting grass because I know, I know that when I have to start cutting my grass, I, I'm, I'm, just so, I'm just so like, you know, Lord... If I ever wanted you to come back now, it's the time to come back. And I, and I don't, praise God. But if that was the time before I pulled a string on the lawnmower for the first time, I hate it. And I hate it because it takes me about two and a half hours. And I'm always thinking there's something more I could be doing in two and a half hours. Praise God. But it has to be done. And one of the most discouraging things I find about cutting the grass is when you just start. When you do the first couple of runs. And you do the first couple of runs, and you're five minutes into it, and now you're thinking, is that all I've done? I have two hours and 20 minutes to go. But after about a half an hour, when you see a little bit of progress after a half an hour, you get a little bit more encouraged. You think, okay, there's a half an hour gone. I've only two hours to go. Some of the things that we have to do in life are not easy, but we've got to do them anyway. Some of the things that we got to do in life are not the things that you love doing, but you know what? you got to do them anyway. And for me, that's doing the grass. But it, it has to be done anyway. There's things that we need to do here in church that are not easy, but we need to do them anyway. You know, it would be easy for us to get into 2020 and, th and think to ourselves that, you know what? We had such a great year in 2019. Our summer camp was fantastic. We broke 500 for the first time. We had 68,000 people connected with us on, on Facebook and we had so many hours viewing on YouTube and think to ourselves, you know what, that's great. If we can match that this year, then that'd be fantastic. But we're not believing in matching what we did last year. We're believing in doing more. We're believing in attracting more people, reaching more people. We're believing God to see more people come to Him. We're believing God for more. And you know what? It took a lot of work to do what we did last year. It wasn't easy. It took a lot of hours. It took a lot of hours here Took so many hours at home. I mean, there's sometimes at home, we, we'd spend seven days a week planning and conversing about and thinking about and, uh, and putting into practice the things that we've, we, we want to do as a church going forward. We celebrate God for the little victories, but we also have to make plans to move forward. You know, in a warfare, when an army gets a breakthrough, you know, when they're battling their enemy and they get a breakthrough, when they get that breakthrough... 
and they win that extra bit of land, they don't set up camp and celebrate. They don't just decide now, you know what, we, we won this victory, let's celebrate. No, they make plans to advance on the enemy again. The word of God says that God is building his church and that the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. You know, we've got to recognize that that means that when it says the gates of Hades will not prevail against the advancement of God, we need to be advancing. Amen. Because God is building his church. And God is building churches that will advance and continue to take the gates of the enemy. The word of God also says that the kingdom of God suffers violence. And violent men take it by force. A lot of people for a lot of time thought that that was negative. You know, anything to do with violence is, is negative. But that scripture there is actually a very positive scripture for us believers. We, we need to be violent people in the sense of, of taking the land by force. Only violent people win the victory. Amen. Uh, again, in warfare, on, only the ones who are most determined and most, as it were, violent will win the victory. And that's the way we need to be as a church. I mean, how determined are you to see a breakthrough? How determined are you to see winning territory this year? We've got to be determined. Amen? We've got to be determined. If we are to see the breakthroughs and the things that God wants us to advance in, in 2020, we've got to advance. We've got to be ready for the battle. Amen? Because the battle will come. Because the enemy doesn't give up his territory very easily. We need to be prepared to double down and fight hard. Amen? In Galatians chapter 2, sorry, in, sorry, in Genesis chapter 26, it says there in verse 12, it says, Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. God blessed Isaac. But I want you to notice that when God blessed Isaac, that Isaac didn't put his feet up and relax. He didn't just think to himself, you know what, that's it now. I've reached it, I'm there, I'm going to put my feet up and relax. No, the Word of God tells us that when God blessed Isaac, that Isaac went forward and he advanced and he grew until he became very great. Isaac went from great to very great because he didn't put his feet up. Amen. And even though we've had victories and breakthroughs in 2019, we need to keep moving forward in 2020 to see even greater breakthroughs, even greater victories, even greater advancements. Isaac apparently was not satisfied with his initial blessing. Oh, he was thankful for it, but Isaac wanted more. And we're, we're, we, we are thankful for everything and every blessing that God gave us in 2020, but that doesn't mean that we're satisfied with where we are. We want more. Amen. Amen. We want God to, to, to uh, make us even greater. Amen. Give us even more influence. So Isaac, he went forward and he grew until he became very great. Amen. Isaac's growth only came when he kept moving. When he kept moving forward. Isaac went from blessing to greatness. Isaac went beyond greatness to becoming very great. The message here is very simple. If we want God to continue to bless us, we must continue to move forward. We must continue to advance. Amen. The Apostle Paul, he understood this. And he understood this principle when he said in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13, he said, Brethren, I do not count 
myself to have them apprehended, but wanting, I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. It's not that we forget what God did in 2020, but what God did for us in 2020, now we put on a shelf and we give Him thanks for and we say, God, we're believing you for so much more in 2020. We're so thankful for what He did in 2019, but we're not going to live our lives on past victories. We're going to set our sights on the future victories that God has for us. Our only way to go is to keep on moving forward. No game was ever won by looking back. No match was ever won by looking over your shoulder. We've got to keep on looking forward. I don't care how many victories we've had in the past. I'm thankful for them. But what matters now are the battles that are ahead. Amen? And our future is determined by our future battles. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 24 there says, do, not, do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives a prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. I'm after the prize. Amen? Are you? I believe you are. If you're after the prize in 2020, you've got to run the race prize-minded. Amen? Keep your eye on the goal. If you take your eye off the goal, your shot will be wide every time. Isn't that true? I, I love it in, 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 in rugby or soccer when a, a player has a penalty kick. In rugby especially, you, you notice that the player, he, he'll look at the post, he'll look at the ball, he'll look at the post a million times. And he'll, he'll fix his position, he'll move a centimeter or an inch this way, always keeping his eye on the, on, on the post. Sometimes you'll see him if there's a bit of wind, he'll go and he'll get a bit of grass to judge the, the direction and the strength of the wind. But always keeping his eye on the goal. We need to keep our eye on the goal. We need to run our race prize-minded. We need to take our shots prize-minded. Listen, we don't have time or resources to take shots at stuff that may not produce goals. Amen? We're not shooting in the dark. We're shooting for the prize. Amen? Amen? All run the race. Run it in a way that we may obtain the victory. 2020 is a race that we have yet to run. But I believe if we face that race with the attitude that we are more than conquerors, we will get the victory. Amen? In Exodus chapter 14, verse 15, it says, And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the, Isra tell the children of Israel to go forward. You know when God released the children of Israel out of their their bondage of 400 years of slavery, God told them, don't sojourn, don't hang around here, go forward, head to the promised land. Put your heads down, put your, set your eyes on the sight, and go forward. And after they go forward for a short while, they came up against this unsurmountable, what? Unsurmountable barrier in their way, the Red Sea. And when they got to the Red Sea, Moses cried out to God and said, God, what now? You know, what's the crack? You know, I've taken them this far and now we're stuck. How do we get across this? There was no bridges. There was no boats. It wasn't uh, shallow enough for them to walk across. What did God say to him? Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. And, you know, sometimes in, in, in 2020, we're going to come up against the same sort of barriers. The same sort of things that we're going to think to, think to ourselves, how do we get past this? 
And if we look to God, God will say the same things to us as he said to Moses. He'll say, keep moving forward. And if you notice, if you keep on reading that chapter, as soon as Moses put his foot in the barrier, the barrier split. We don't need to come up against barriers and stand having a pity party at the barrier. Amen. We don't need to stand at our mountains and cry at the mountains. We don't need to come to our, our mountain and say, how am I going to get across this? Because God's answer is always going to be, keep moving forward. And when you attack that mountain, it's when the mountain will dissolve before you. Amen? Keep moving forward. Keep moving. Keep advancing. See, we serve the God of the impossible, don't we? We do. Where possible ends, that's where God is. If you can do it in your own strength, by all means do it. But when you come up against the impossible task, that's where you, you need God. Amen? Because that's where God exists. God exists in the impossible. Amen? We need to keep moving forward. When the door seems to be closed in front of you, you worship God in the hallway. And trust and believe God that the door is about to open. When the door is closed before you, you don't just stand there, do you? You keep knocking. You keep beating down the door. You keep trying to handle. Amen? That's what we're going to do as a church this year. That's what you need to do in your lives this year. When you come up against the closed door, trust God that God is about to open that door. God won't open that door for you as long as we stand in front of that door and cry. As long as we go and tell all of our friends that we've gone as far as we can go, we can't go any further. When we throw the pity party in front of the closed door, the door will never open. The door only opens when we trust and believe God and have patience with God. Put God's words into action then we'll see the doors open. I believe if we obey the commandment of God this year to keep on moving forward, that we're coming into a decade where we're going to see the greatest manifestations and a year of the greatest manifestations and advancement that we will have seen ever as a church. I declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.